Who is there for heroes of the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who helps our country's homeless veterans? And who helps our nation to never forget 9-11? Let me tell you who, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundation's gold star, fallen first responder, smart home, and homeless veteran programs comprise their in-the-line-of-duty programs. They're all dedicated to honoring our nation's heroes and their families. The Foundation's never-forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is educating kids kindergarten through 12th grade to help our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that has historically delivered sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut Thursday, May 5th edition of the program. The Democrats often say it's all about the children. You'll hear this from them. Nancy Pelosi will actually often say, hey, this is about the children. And what we see is that that's a giant lie, because whether it is about the indoctrination of children with the adults uh, out there saying that they should learn about LGBTQ plus gender identity theory in kindergarten, not even talking about young adults here, kindergartners, or obviously the left's uh, devotion to abortion, or their willingness to shut down schools, they have shown that they don't actually care about the kids. I want to focus in on that today, particularly that point about the schools. 
but also how the left has abandoned any uh, any responsibility to do what is best for kids when adults have interests that are at cross purposes with them. That's going to be the the subject today. We're going to dive into together uh, in just a moment here. The Law Enforcement Legal Defense Fund, friends, they're currently defending many officers believed to be wrongfully accused, charged, or fired for doing their jobs. These officers and their families are counting on you to support them now in their time of need. Your donation will help them stay out of prison and avoid being financially ruined, perhaps bankrupted by bogus accusations and pressure from the left to charge the police for simply doing their job to protect all of us. Take a moment now and help out. Go to policedefense.org. Not only are they raising the funds necessary to get officers charged, uh, uh, to get officers the best possible legal defense when they are charged, they're helping keep the lights on, keep food on the table, and a roof over their heads. Fundraising is crucial in these woke times. Please go to policedefense.org now and consider contributing just $15 or more to the Police Defense Fund to help defend these officers in their time of great need. That's policedefense.org. Dot org police defense dot org we often talk about how joe biden is in clear cognitive decline and is something of a uh moron right but which is the bigger concern because even when he has moments of clarity this is not a guy who has been impressive in his legal or political analysis ever And when it seems like he does know what he's talking about, it would almost be better if he didn't know because the things he says ain't so or are so absurd, so obtuse that you wonder, how is it possible that Democrats really honestly thought that making this guy the president of the United States was a responsible thing to do? There were other choices. I'm not even just saying, how could they not all vote for Trump, which would have been better. But of the Democrat options, this was the best option. Only because of the most superficial name recognition, part of the Obama administration didn't do anything worthwhile in it. But doesn't matter just because of the most superficial political considerations. The Democrat machinery mobilized behind this guy. This is what he said just yesterday. I mean, there are two things here that are crazy. One is that the the MAGA crowd is the most extreme political organization, he said, in history. And then he amended a little to recent history in America. But he's also said something else we'll talk about. The idea that somehow that there is no right of privacy. What happens if you have a state change the law saying that children who are LGBTQ can't be in classrooms with other children? Is that legit under the way the decision is written? What are the next things that are going to be attacked? Because this MAGA crowd is really the most extreme political organization that's existed in American history. First of all, the right of privacy. So do you have the right of privacy to set up a meth lab in your home? It's a right of privacy. What does that even mean? But beyond that, I mean, his legal analysis is is absurd. But he says that they're the most extreme MAGA crowd is the most extreme political organization in recent history. Does he just mean Republicans by that? Because the, the left, the Democrats are the crazy ones. I'm sorry, but not going to not going to budge on this. It is the Democrats who have lost their minds beyond that, though, that this could lead to schools 
The Roe v. Wade decision could lead to schools keeping LGBTQ kids out of class? Based on what? And what exactly does he mean by LGBTQ plus children, kids? Does the left really believe that there are five-year-olds for whom transgender identity and pansexuality are essential characteristics of who they are? Or are they brainwashing kids to think that about themselves? By the way, they would answer that. No, it is. Pansexuality manifests itself in toddlers, they would say. And transgender identity man, man manifests itself in toddlers as essential parts of identity. That's sick. It's crazy. But this is what they believe now. There was actually just a teacher fired in Florida. Remember, they said, oh, no one, no one wants to teach children about their, no adults want to teach children about their pansexual identity. No, actually, a pansexual teacher was just fired for doing that. So there are adults who want to do this. So when they say nobody wants to, that's a lie. There are people who want to, and they shouldn't be doing that. But beyond this, you've noticed it's just a cacophony of idiocy in response to the impending but not yet finalized road decision. What, they can't even come up with, what is it? Is it about due process? Is it about privacy? Is it about women's rights? Is it about my body, my choice? They'd say, oh, well, it's all of those things. No, no, it's actually not because none of them make sense. But they can't even agree on what the constitutional basis for this is because there is no constitutional basis. You have to understand, for, for the left, for the libs, it's like sitting there in an art gallery staring at a blank canvas. And I mean a, a truly blank canvas. And the left is looking at you and they're screaming at you in the face. Don't you see? That's a painting of a Tyrannosaurus Rex doing a little dance to disco music. And it represents the challenges that we all face in humanity. And you say, I'm tell- I don't see a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I just see a blank canvas. And they say, you're crazy. The T-Rex is there. And then someone else comes, another leftist comes along and says, no, you don't understand. It's a still life painting of apples and bananas overlooking a lake. And you say, wait, hold on a second. That's not there either. It's a blank canvas. Say, How dare you not see the still life apples and bananas? And you say, wait, but you don't even agree with the other leftists that there's something in that painting. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They see what they want to see. Don't you see? That's what's going on here. That's why they're so, uh, so absurd and so obtuse. And they saw what they wanted to see all along when it came to COVID, too, and the politics around this. Uh, the New York Times, David Leonhardt, has a, a piece today in which he just explains that the most recent research uh, shows that schools should not have been closed, certainly should not have been closed in the fall of 2020. Democrats were wrong, anti-science, and reckless to do so. Based on outcomes now, now we have the results. This isn't about argument, this is about data. School closures were a catastrophically bad idea. The Democrats decided that because of their ideological, we are going to lock down, we take the virus seriously, that they were going to sacrifice children for adults who were going around doing all kinds of things that put them at far greater risk for, for COVID than being around small children. And guess who suffered the most? Democrats pretend to care about the kids and they push policies 
that damage, that harm kids. Democrats pretend they care so much about the minority community. They push policies that, guess what, harm and undermine minority communities disproportionately and specifically in this country. Guess who was harmed the most by the school closures? Low-income minority children. Oh, it's almost like what I was saying all along. Why is it that I knew this? I'm not an education expert. But I'm a conservative who thinks for himself and is not, despite what some leftists on Twitter say, a total moron. The people who pushed this were morons, cowards, and hacks. Pushing for school closure in the fall of 2020 is unacceptable. Pushing for school closures of any kind in the fall of 2021 was psychotic. Psychotic. And yet they did that too. A lot of places. Not everywhere. It even says in this piece in the New York Times, it turns out that Republican-led states, Republican-led areas have, wait for it, folks, far less learning loss. Oh, wow. And did they have far worse COVID cases among children or adults? No, they did not. Not even a little bit, actually. In a lot of cases, a lot of red states did better. So what is going on here? Well, this is where I now look at also what Dr. Deborah Burke said a couple of days ago. You know, if you're home, you have to watch out for old people and children from COVID. Old people, yes. Old people at risk. Old people, extra precautions that you can take. And really that just, you know, first of all, you want to help old people stay as healthy as they can be. You want them out getting fresh air. You want them walking. You want them exercising. You want them to look at diet. You want them to look at getting enough vitamin D. These are all real things that should be thought of in the context of helping people stay healthy from and and, and be able to handle a COVID infection because you can't actually save them from a COVID infection. And yes, COVID shots for older people who want them, I believe, make sense. Still should be their choice, but I I do think that it's good. My own parents got the COVID shot and my parents got the boosters, right? But they should never have been forced to do so, to go to a restaurant or keep jobs or any of the rest of it. Because as we know, it doesn't stop people from getting and spreading the virus. But conversation we've had so many times, the left just pretends that we haven't seen what's really going on here. We haven't actually had the data. But the American Academy of Pediatrics, which is, of course, run by a bunch of libs, because unfortunately, pediatricians are overwhelmingly Democrats. Just by party affiliation, it's true. And the American Academy of Pediatrics is, uh, has been awful on speaking out in defense of children from the maniacal Fauci-eyed COVID policies. They've been wrong and wrong and wrong. But you have to remember, people that have spent four years in medical school and then, you know, 10 years seeing patients and filling out paperwork or 20 years doing that, uh, they don't want to be, they, they don't want anyone in the civilian world to say to them, oh, so you got this, in this critical moment in your profession, you got this dramatically wrong. Admit that. No, they don't want to admit that. Because what does that say about their ability? to make good judgment on health matters. What does it say? But the American Academy of Pediatrics says, do you, know, do you know how dangerous COVID has been for children? First of all, children were 1.2% uh, on the low end of the hospitalization statewide. They said it ranged possibly up to 4% um, of COVID hospitalizations. Among states reporting, children were 0.00 to 0.26% of COVID-19 deaths. There were three states that officially reported zero, the entire pandemic, zero child deaths from COVID. Children are not at risk from this virus. 
That doesn't mean that crazy things can't happen. If I told you you're not at risk of getting struck by lightning, I'm not a liar, right? Even though theoretically there's a one in a hundred thousand chance you may get struck by lightning or it's, it's less than that, whatever. I mean, I made up that number. Oh my gosh. But you're not at risk of being struck by lightning. Like you don't go around worried about this, right? But yet parents who are Democrats who listen to Fauci think that somehow they were being responsible by going along with, with us and the school closures, Randy Weingarten, the teachers unions, they use political muscle to make kids suffer. And there are kids who are never going to catch up. Their test scores will lag, not a little bit, a lot. They lost based on the, I mean, remote learning was a joke. It did not work, particularly for low-income kids. They need a human being to be there and with them to help them, to encourage them, to answer questions. Sitting them at a screen, if they get lost, if they get behind, if they, also just having that human interaction and human encouragement. That's gone during Zoom learning. That's gone. Zoom learning was a massive failure for small children. That's also in this New York Times piece. So just, they got it all wrong. They got it all wrong. They deserve to be annihilated at the polls. The Democrat Party deserves the biggest ass kicking they have gotten in my lifetime. On this issue alone, on what they did during COVID and specifically what they did to children during COVID, in the name of protecting them, they were wrong, they were reckless, they were cowards. All across the country, everybody should know the Democrats failed on this issue horrifically. There is no argument on the other side. There is no good faith case. We have the numbers. They were wrong. We were right. That's the truth. And they deserve to suffer the consequences at the ballot box. They deserve to lose their jobs. They deserve to not be elected officials. They deserve to be fired from school boards or not school boards, school superintendents, you know, uh, administrative jobs. I mean, I don't think, I think a school board is like, at a, you don't get paid for that, right? So whatever. Or do you? I don't know. No, you don't. Yeah, you just serve on that. Uh, but they deserve to be fired from jobs. I mean, super, school superintendents, school principals, administrators who push for this stuff. Kids suffered as a result of it, and uh, there needs to be consequences for it. Look, if you run a small business, who's running your HR? If the answer is, I'll figure it out myself, or maybe even no one, just remember, one employee complaint can turn your company upside down. So you got to get protect- protected against that possibility. Plus, HR is not just about avoiding risk. You want to do the best you can for the people you employ. That's why I really recommend Bambi. Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses like yours, so you can automate the most important HR practices and get your own dedicated HR manager. Bambi's HR Autopilot automates your core policies, workplace training, and employee feedback. Your dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance. Available by phone, email, or real-time chat, an in-house HR manager can cost up to $80,000 a year. But with Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month. Month to month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. Go to Bambi.com slash buck right now for your free HR audit. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck. Bambi.com slash buck. B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck. Go check it out. Oh, my. Um, we have so many issues with this Biden administration. And so it feels like so uh, little time in which we're actually going to be able to fix them um, because they're going to just keep making things worse and worse. 
And by the time we actually get into power, where the Republicans come along to try to fix some things, Republicans will disappoint you. Republicans will fight amongst themselves. Uh, we're years away from a presidential election. So I'm going to keep telling you the truth, but I'm also going to tell you we've got to batten down the hatches, man. Look what the stock market's done today. It's going to be rough out there for a while. But we tell everybody the truth. We win the argument. We can turn things around and get it going the right direction. Talk to you tomorrow. Shields high. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. Hero first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country. Those who die in the line of duty or are catastrophically injured. Veterans who fought for our nation's freedom only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless. Heroes like Buffalo, New York firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter. In their darkest hour, Tunnel to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young children, catastrophically injured service members, and homeless veterans. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to offset active or passive income. According to many sources, U.S. oil and gas drilling remains one of the best tax-advantaged income investments available. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. You may be able to reduce your tax liability while investing in a sector that has historically delivered sound returns. Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today. Offer for accredited investors only. Past performance is no indication of future results. Investing involves risk. Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisors and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.